challenge Woo! all right how's it going babe super duper um we, ha- we haven't really had an intro for the last like three episodes we've been really floundering i've been really floundering i haven't really had a lot of material you're the um, backbone of this show i know and like the last episode we just didn't do an intro which was weird we just like went right into it we did um yeah oh like we just haven't we haven't been able to come up with any good intros for three weeks now three weeks um so i finally decided what i I had i had a really novel concept that i hadn't come up with before oh and i thought we could just do one really good challenge that sounds fun i like a challenge in this one week i love a challenge yeah so the challenge that i'm gonna take on for this one week of one single good challenge is uh that I'm going to binge the entirety of the Inside Trader Joe's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess it warrants a weird laugh like that. Yeah, it's true. Why? That's fair. That was not what I was expecting. Um, well, there I'm just, are so many good podcasts. I know, I know, and I haven't listened to Beautiful Anonymous in like a month, and I just caught up on Mabim Bam finally. Why are you doing this to yourself? Uh, yeah. I'm already most of the way through it. There's like 16 episodes. I've listened to like 13 of them. Well, how is it? Let me. Okay, uh, I will. I will just say first that I have I have said entirely too much about Trader Joe's on this podcast. Um, I have a lot of really strong biases about their brand, some of which I just can't explain. I just don't like it, um, which is weird. And so uh, I'm all done with that. But, okay. But we're not talking about the store we're talking about the podcast so i Mm -hmm. think it's fine i think it's fine and um if you close your eyes and just ask yourself like what would it what would a a podcast made by trader joe's about trader joe's sound like you got it that's it it's 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 the whimsical folksy like 99 percent invisible style 99 percent invisible is what i was envisioning in my head but more whimsy but more whimsy more pep more like up its own asshole branding (coughs) that is that is like totally aloof to anything happening outside of its bubble um it is just it is just a soapy bitter thick bubble that cannot be penetrated by anyone um (laughs) For six for sixteen episodes for like six hours, and it's it's well put to, it's well made like the, the whoever's working on it clearly like does a good job and they've put a lot of like money and time into it. But also there's like there's never any sense of organization. I'm gonna go off on a huge tangent about it, and I don't want to. What do that. you? No, no, no. Tangential. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it more in the next episode. But I'm having a I'm you know I'm just having a ball in time with it, having a great time. Uh, do you have any? Do you have like a challenge you want to do for this one single week? Of challenge? Um, I'd like to challenge someone. Oh, yeah. Okay. About Trader Joe's. Oh, okay. So after our Trader Joe's episode, I was told that it made sense that Trader Joe's used Trader Ming for their Asian products because 
the the j sound um isn't like there's not a lot of Asian names, I believe is what they said, or the j sound isn't as common in a lot of Asian languages. And I would just like to say Jin. <laughs> um so Who said that? Listener Chase. Okay. All right. Yeah, so yeah. I would just like to say to listener Chase, Jin. Jin. Jing. Also, Jingbo. Also Joe's. Joe's. Or <gasps> That's Joe's. the weird thing. That's the weird thing. Could be Joe's. It could be Joe's. <laughs> it could be Joe's. Um, um so <laughs> <laughs> well, I just like to get feisty with someone real quick. Challenge completed. Challenge completed. Got Ticket. feisty. Sorry, listener you, you Chase. You did the one single challenge. Sorry, listener Chase. Um, that was my challenge was to get feisty with you. I'm still working on my single challenge. I'm so sorry to all of our listeners and to you, especially my co-host, that we haven't had an intro lately. Yeah, I, um, so it's been very strange. It's been very strange to just skip right to the to the start and not do an intro. Um, but you know what? It's better to do that than to bring a bad bit three times in a row. Yeah, you know, and we never do that because um, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm Trader Jacques. <laughs> Trader Trader Jacques Double Cream Brie. Three dollars. No, two ninety nine. On this podcast, we search the internet for the funniest reviews about everything from mountains to Taco Bell. Um and we share them with each other and we try to make each other laugh and we try to make you the listener laugh. And you are going first this week, my love. So what do you have us later in the show? Please tell me, please tell me. You, we, told, uh, me, you told me that it was like going back to the old days. It was some, some old school stuff. Some old school shit because, listeners, my brain's going to fall right out of my head because I just started work again. And I am so tired that the tops of my feet are tired. <laughs> and we're going to talk about coleslaw. Okay. Just uh, coleslaw. What coleslaw? Just coleslaw. Oh, okay. Uh, so, like recipes? We doing re- some yes, receipts? Yes, we're doing. Re- no, I'm just gonna eat coleslaw in the mic for the rest of the episode. Get excited, everyone! I mean, they do it on spilled milk. Listen, we can do it. Listen, no, listen. I haven't listened to that in a month either. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Matthew Amster Burton and Molly Weisenberg can get away with eating on the mic. We cannot. Yeah, I ate a pepper once in that early episode. Never gonna do that again. I felt kind of weird about it yeah but somebody tingled what are you doing somebody got a tingle (laughs) we are babe babe i know you're stressed out so i don't want to stress you out further but i do just need to say for the record and to get us started that there are only 65 shopping days left until halloween (gasps) and i know i don't want to panic anybody because i know that's like it's a lot to think about it's a lot to plan a lot to do but there's only 65 shopping days left. And so what I wanted to do was start to bring in the holiday mood, the holiday cheer into our podcast uh-huh. and bring a new recurring segment that I'm very excited to introduce. Okay. We're going to have a Spooktember special. Ooh. <laughs> It's a Spooktember special. So I was driving past a defunct baby, Babies R Us the other day. Uh-huh. And um, it's being turned into one of those Halloween spirit stores. Uh, you know, the temporary like costume stores they put up at Halloween. 
And can I tell you how hard I laughed to see? It was just a, a big banner that said Halloween spirit and then just a bunch of pictures of white people and babies. <laughs> Boy, it tickled me. Man, oh man. Grandmas and babies. Forget Halloween. Just have a baby shower. Just have a baby shower, but with bats. It's, it's, you get, you get two at once. You get the baby shower and you get to spook everybody. Well, so what's Real, a spook timber special? It's a really scary time. What's a, hey, um, what's a spook timber special? So we're going to be looking at a couple of spooky things. We're going to take a look at reviews for the Haunted Knoxville Ghost Tours. In oh, no- shit. In Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, shit. And then later on in the show, we're going to take a, lo- a look at reviews for the Ripley's Haunted House in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Going back to our roots. Just going to do some Tennessee content. Just like a, it's East Tennessee content, I so it's fine. But I love East Tennessee content. We're going to do some East Tennessee content. Get back to our roots. And we have a, we're going to be taking a look at the Haunted Knoxville Ghost Tours. Uh, I don't know if I need to explain that. It's ghost tours. Folks, that, it's a ghost tour. It's a ghost tour. It's a more elaborate ghost tour because they it's not just like a history tour. There's that element, but then they also give you ghost detection tools like on TV. Like they give you the K2 meters and the temperature gauges and the recording devices that you can record ghostly speech and all of it. They give you all, all of it. it. All of it. And then you go around and you, you measure uh, go- ghosts. Goats is go- the funny part. The funny part <laughs> is that they give you all that to find goats. <laughs> and boy, does Knoxville have some goats. You take their temperatures. <laughs> and we got a review here. Yes, please. This is on TripAdvisor. <laughs> okay. For the Haunted Knoxville Ghost Tour, which is probably a lot of fun. So I'm not going to, you know. I'm not going to bash it too much. There's goats involved. Yeah. It's probably a good time. (laughs) But we have a five-star review here. From Global, 3807-685708. Everyone write that down. It's their credit card number. (laughs) My tour. I recently went down to Knoxville. (laughs) I recently went down to Knoxville and went on a ghost hunt with Haunted Knoxville Ghost Tours. It was one of the most amazing and eye-opening events of my life. I went in as a non-believer, very skeptical. By the end of the tour, J. Adam Smith, the paranormal historian, proved that I was dead wrong. No pun intended. His knowledge of all the locations was incredible, to say the least. Sadly, I can only give this five stars when this tour deserves an easy ten. Easy. An easy ten. I thought about reading that review to the tune of um, going down to Georgia, going to eat a lot of peaches. <laughs> I literally... Going down to Knoxville, going <laughs> to see a lot of ghosts. <laughs> I literally, not no exaggeration, chickened out at the last second. Well, you got a first line from me because I never chicken out about anything. I recently went down to Knoxville and went on a ghost hunt with Han Knoxville Ghost Tours. (laughs) 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 I just, I don't know if I could do a whole paragraph. I don't, you probably, I don't think we need to hear a whole paragraph. The universe does not need that. No. Three stars. Oh, shit. From Vladimir B. Vladimir. Not too shaggy. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm visiting Knoxville, Tennessee from Florida. My friends took me out to the Paranormal Adventure Tours, which it's which it should So ha- that you felt at home? <laughs> what? Listen, Florida's haunted as shit. Bad blood in Florida. Yeah, mostly with Republicans, though. Uh, which it should Kids have been. Kids who bullied me in elementary school. Oh, yeah. True, fair. 
One and the same, though. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the tour was so-so. The gentleman spoke too much. We went to three different locations. We never heard anything. Nothing out of this world. Management response. Uh-oh. 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 We appreciate that you took the time to review us. It is unfortunate that the spirits weren't overly active that particular night. About the this reviewer. Please please understand that the guide was having an extremely hard time leading the tour due to constant interruptions and disrespect from this and other individual in this party. Every time the guide was attempting to instruct and educate on the history, capital H, your group would make jokes and cut him off. Please be aware that the guide did everything in his means to respectfully ask you to refrain from your constant chatter and childish behavior. You insisted on being disrespectful. Capital D. (laughs) Be aware. Those are names. They hide under death's (laughs) coat at the end of A Christmas Carol. Death uh, or history and disrespect. Mm -hmm. Be aware. Capital A. (laughs) Aware is a monkey on his back. (laughs) That we have eyewitnesses of this poor behavior. Oh, yeah? Are they ghosts? <laughs> oh, really? Oh. <laughs> the ghosts don't count. Are they the spirits of the past on that watched you act like a dick? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I That's mean, why they didn't want to talk to you. They knew you were a dick. I've got, I've got, we've got, at Haunted Knoxville Ghost Tours, we have hard evidence of your bad behavior. We recorded it. On a shitty microphone, and if you listen really close and squint, which doesn't help, but you make it, you, you it think it hel- does. It does help. It helps. Vladimir was a dick. <laughs> I like that that's what they recorded. They didn't record the jokes that they were making. They just recorded a spooky ghost saying, Vladimir's a dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I used to clean my clothing with a washboard. Vladimir sucks. I was hanged until dead. (laughs) But I'm better than Vladimir. Five stars. The nice thing about ghost tours, though, is if the the spirits don't come out, you can always say it's because the customer was a dick. They didn't (laughs) like you, friend. Sorry. Guess you're not ghost friendly. Whoops. (laughs) <laughs> give me your money you should really try a different cologne next time you come by yeah mm. five stars and a different pair of shorts and a different personality <laughs> five stars five stars amazing crystal l wonderfully eerie great experience my son was lucky enough to establish communication oh boy <laughs> we love crystal's son <laughs> Big thumbs up. Can't wait to come again. (laughs) We don't have anything left to say to you, though. (laughs) It's just one ghost on the door. (laughs) It follows him everywhere. It just goes with them from place to place and hangs out, knocks some shit over. Like a baby duck that thinks you're its mom. Five stars. From Sarah Sriracha Sauce. Stop it. Best ghost tour. Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have done a few ghost tours in different cities and always enjoyed hearing the history. I am an expert. 
and paranormal evidence in the locations we visited. But in this tour, mm. we got to use equipment to communicate with the past. I personally had an experience on this tour thanks to the equipment that will stick with me for years to come. Great way to spend a few hours, tour the city, and have some fun. What was the experience? Right. Uh, what was the experience? What, what experience did Crystal Sutton? Like, what happened? So many reviews said that they had an experience and did not elaborate, which is mind-blowing. It doesn't even say where. It's not like, we went to the Bijou and I spoke to the ghost of the curtains there. <laughs> and it told me I would die at 65. Like I, you know, I yeah, need some like, details. I'm gonna, gonna provide. Like if I go on a ghost tour and a ghost gives me a shoulder massage and compliments my blouse, I'm gonna tell fucking everybody, <laughs> including trip, including and most importantly in my TripAdvisor review. Yeah, when I rate it six stars. Six stars got a shoulder massage and a compliment. On my blouse. It. Had a bad day. <laughs> really needed a shoulder massage. Ghost took care of me. Two for one massage and experience. Awesome. <laughs> And honestly, that ghost really got in there. Really? The knots never felt better. I mean, it was a $100 massage. Fuck. Real, real deep tissue. We got a five-star review. You should never pay $100 for just a shoulder massage. We've got I'm a- going to pay $100. They better get my calves. <laughs> Fuck. Come on. We have a five-star review. Yes. From Al H. Great time. Very interesting. Had a great time, learned interesting facts, and got to use paranormal equipment. Even had a spirit make a flashlight go on and off. Something really different to do. Is that? Yeah. That is so interesting. That's um, that's something really different to do. When it, when a ghost turns your flashlight on and off? On and off. It's almost like they don't even make flashlights that go on and off. It's almost like batteries don't fuck up sometimes. Well, it's also almost like there's not a way to make it do that specific thing so that ghost tours can make you think it was a ghost. (laughs) It's almost like you couldn't look up on the internet how to make your flashlight look like it's turning on and off like a ghost. (laughs) That is so interesting. That is something brand new. It is interesting because we've been having this issue here at home. We have? There's been a ghost turning on and off the flashlights? No, our TV remote, the volume button has been getting stuck so that when you try to turn the volume up one, it goes up to max and doesn't stop. No, ever. but that is a ghost. That That's what this made me realize. It's a ghost. That is a ghost, yes. It's there not is because a ghost. our dog chewed our remote. Definitely. No, no <laughs> see, the funny part is it's a ghost, it's a ghost dog that oh. did chew the remote. Oh. So... Okay. Now everything, all the pieces are coming together. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. It's a ghost dog. (laughs) One star from Doug M. Awful guide. Common manners and basic social skills should be a minimal requirement for a guide of any tour. Forget the fact she was rude, uninteresting, and childish. Save your money. Response from the owner. Uh Uh-oh. 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 We appreciate that you took the time to review Haunted Knoxville Ghost Tour, and I was made aware of your particular experience from not only the tour guide, but also other participants of that evening's tour. In regards to your experience, your group violated tour guidelines stated on our website. The guideline states that public intoxication is not allowed on the tour (laughs) due to wide range of participants and will be grounds for removal without refund. You just want to have a good time. Just trying to have a good time. You just want to get fucking hammered and go on a ghost tour. 
I mean, I do. Yeah, if I was gonna, if I was, but gonna, that sounds like a Nolans thing. If I was gonna play with a K two meter, I, I guess I'd get, I'd get a little fucked up first. I would want to be fucked up. I'd have a little sip, sip, go play Listen, with a K two. I would want to, yeah. <laughs> if I was gonna take the temperature of a spirit, I would want spirits in me. Let's shuffle on over to your not so spooky topic. How's Col- that? Coleslaw spooky. Is that a good transition? Yeah, it's a great transition, but coleslaw spooky. Coleslaw can be spooky if you use ghost peppers. Please leave. Okay. We're done here. Yeah. All right. Okay, bye. I'm going to talk to the listener about coleslaw. Yeah, see you later. Bye. So the recipe for this coleslaw, on all recipes, it's just called coleslaw. Do you need anything while I'm up? A glass of water. Okay. And gin. <laughs> we don't have any gin. I guess you're taking a longer walk. <laughs> this is this recipe is just titled coleslaw. The original coleslaw on all recipes. But it doesn't even say the original coleslaw. It's just coleslaw. Coleslaw. That, um, that's not how you stand out on all recipes. The description is coleslaw without mayonnaise dressing. Okay, cool. So here's my question for you. Are you a creamy coleslaw or a vinegar coleslaw? Honestly, I can clown on either. Gross. I, I can genuinely clown on either. Gross and weird. <laughs> really? I hate a creamy coleslaw. But you love mayo. I yeah, but not with cabbage and carrots. You're you're a mayo trash baby, just I like me. I am a mayo trash baby, but I want it on my French fries. Damn it! I do not want it on my cabbage. <laughs> okay. I want it on my black bean burger. All right, all right. So, medium head of, head of cabbage, shredded, with carrot, onion, vegetable oil. Vinegar, white sugar, so no mayonnaise. Um, just a totally vinegar-based slaw. Okay. Yep. Pretty simple recipe. Coleslaw is not a complicated thing, and we are gonna st- <laughs> we are gonna start with a two-star review. Are you ready? I. We've run out of interesting ways to say I'm ready. Um, uh, that's true. I sh- I gotta stop asking. I'm super duper califragilooper ready. Okay, get pumped. Two stars from Quester. I don't like cabbage, so I used lettuce. And I know that's not allowed. And I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, you made a salad. Salad's good. I didn't like the salad. You know, I didn't like it. Some people just don't like salad, and that's fine. But you did make a salad. You did make a salad. You made a shredded lettuce, shredded lettuce salad. You did not make a coleslaw. <laughs> uh, nope. Mm-mm. One star from Kazakh. Good job, but I have seen better. That's the end All of right. the review. There is no period. There are no capitals. <laughs> this kid has seen better coleslaw. Not tasted. Seen. Seen. In With, the store. In the in a restaurant. At the last 4th of, Ju- of July. At the Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> and I just I just love a review that highlights what we are all about here. Because it's that's the most inane thing anyone's ever said. Good job. I have seen better. Yeah, it's, it's the meanest way to review that thing. I, uh, it's the meanest way. Neat. There weren't even that many one-star reviews. There's like three one-star reviews. Two of them were like long, drawn-out explanations about how they swapped out every single thing in the recipe and didn't like what they got. And then that one, which is just 
good job, but I have seen better. It says, I took a look at your starter basic coleslaw recipe for people who don't know how to make coleslaw, and it's not even worth constructive criticism. Yeah. Not worth my time. (laughs) Peace out. Get lost. Get out of my fucking face. Get out of my fucking face. Get off my website. All recipes is my website. This is my domain. I created it. I am the owner of all recipes. That's it. Oh, fuck. And this is how I behave. Kevin All, Kevin all Recipes <laughs> is over here making reviews, and they all suck. Four stars mm-hmm. from Paula. Mm- oh. Mm. After 35 years, my husband told me he didn't like my mayonnaise-based coleslaw and wished I would make a vinegar one. So this is the first one I tried. He liked it better. Okay. 35 years. 35 so much years. time wasted. This individual ate mayonnaise-based coleslaw, babe. That, you hold a grudge for so long, and you get into your old age, and you just think about all the time you could have got back if you just said, when you first started dating, I fucking hate mayonnaise. I don't like mayonnaise coleslaw. I don't. I don't like this. I don't like this. But how many, like 35 years is a long time. You and I haven't even been on this earth for 35 years. And I have already discovered I don't like mayonnaise coleslaw. And I've told most people. (laughs) Most people who know me know I don't like a mayonnaise coleslaw. I mean, I definitely, well, I probably forgot. You don't know me. I, no. (laughs) No, I mean, we did just meet yesterday yesterday and here we are recording a podcast yeah things happen quickly it's 2019 it's 2019 things move fast you gotta move fast you don't know how much time you got one time you meet on tinder and the next day you're married and making a podcast you got it you gotta just get it done because twinder is what i said um anyway i just i this there was a whole story here from paula it was just a the paula said a lot in this in this simple paragraph (laughs) and i just had to i had to imagine the um the conversation you know yeah making makes the makes her famous paula's famous coleslaw and 35 years in her husband goes babe this is shit and i hate it I've done this for so long, and I'm finally so old that I just don't care anymore. Please stop. Please stop with this. I don't care if I upset you. Please stop. And then it's like, well, that doesn't upset me. I'm so glad you told me. You know, I don't I don't like missionary. <laughs> oh, fuck. Why couldn't you tell me sooner? We could have done so many fun things. Why couldn't you tell me sooner that you don't like mayonnaise? I could have made it with vinegar. Ugh, so much time wasted. <laughs> um... Four stars. (laughs) Happy Tickle. Oh, I'm sorry, what? From Happy Tickle. That, I don't, I hate that. I hate, I hate that one. Happy Tickle. I, nope, I hate that one. I am dieting. (laughs) So, I substituted a little less Splenda for sugar and added caraway seed plus salt and pepper. My family thought it was great, and they are not dieting. (laughs) I mean, you just added an artificial sweetener. <laughs> That's all that. And caraway seeds. Which is a positive thing. Yeah, which is great, but Car- not, I mean, they're not diet food. Caraway seeds can tuck me into bed every night. I fucking love those. So, same, same. Yeah, that's killing it, but you... <laughs> <laughs> Let's calm down. Let's calm down a little bit. Happy tickle. <laughs> um, Do you think it's a tickle diet? 
it's a it's a purely tickle diet. Thirty five years from now, their partner's gonna tell them they don't like being tickled. <laughs> um, we're gonna wrap up on this one. Four stars from Thad Man. Added jalapeno. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, your boy did. Yeah, dude. I went. I went slap chop happy on some on some on some jalapenos, and it oh. made it four star worthy. <laughs> it's pretty great for the Thad Man, but not great enough. <laughs> Let's kick this coleslaw in the fucking teeth. Chop <laughs> chop 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 chop. <laughs> I left the seeds in. Yeah. Chop, 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 chop. Now I'm ready to skateboard. Gonna go home and do missionary with my wife. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Weird episode. Yeah, lots of missionary. If your life is causing you stress, send us a mail on the Pony Distress. Pony Distress. <laughs> I'm going to sing it again. I'm going to okay. do it again. I'm going to do right. it again. I All got. Right. I forgot the words. Second pass. Circle okay. circle around. Do an animal man. Let's get it again. If your life is causing you stress, send us a mail on the Pony Distress. <laughs> that goes against everything in my soul to go up on that note. Okay, fine. You sing Should, it. Shouldn't it be like Pony Distress? Okay. What do you think? It it should be. It should be. Okay, <laughs> it, I know. If your life is uh, causing you stress, send us mail on the pony distress. Did I go the, up again? Yes, you went up again. Uh, I can't do it. It's fine. Babe, we'll just roll with that. But now there's a weird energy. This is our <laughs> mailbox segment. Um, we'll see how that comes out in post. There's a weird fight energy now that's not real. I'm gonna take a nap on the table. Um, uh, we're gonna skip past Twitter. There wasn't this normal Twitter stuff. Uh, welcome retro res to the party. Twitter user retro res. We're gonna we got a lot of emails. Y'all are great. Y'all are great. We got a lot of emails. I would first like to thank Benoit and Becky for reaching out. Uh, good to hear from y'all. We got some reviews from uh, Rebecca here who, just funny coincidence, sent us some reviews for the Trader Joe's podcast. <laughs> Thanks for reading our minds, Rebecca. And uh, we got a good we got a good five-star review here for the Trader Joe's podcast from Yeedy McSkeedy. Uh, yeah, you want to share some more emails? Yes, yes, yes. We got a couple of others. Becky, um, I just wanted to jump back real quick. Becky, thank you for uh explaining to us about how country of origin and customs things works. That was awesome. That was really great to read. Thank you. And it was good. It was good. Frankly, it was good to hear that we got anything right. Yes, genuinely, Once. genuinely. Once got in this podcast where I just talk shit about Trader Joe's for no reason, even though it's like a good company that treats its employees well and pays well. Except for that nice. one time in 2006 where they were anti-union. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I 
keep forgetting. I'm just going to keep bringing it up sometimes. <laughs> it's fine. Just that one time when they were real anti-union. And in 2006, Trader Joe's was anti-union. <laughs> but they changed their mind. But I'm a Trader Joe's store captain, and a store captain just believes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say thank you to McKinsey. I'm not going to talk about what you sent us, McKenzie, because it's going to come up in a episode very soon. Oh my um, gosh, y'all sent us so many requ- uh, so many recommendations, and they're all good. And I don't know, I don't know how we're going to get to them. They are all fucking good, and we're just going to do listener suggestions for like the rest of our lives. Um, um, I will go ahead and say one problem. I've already got my reviews for the next episode. Not a listener suggestion, just some dumb shit I came up with. Well, neither was coleslaw, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, I do want to send, send, I want to talk about, um, one of the very many reviews that Sierra sent us. Uh, thank you so much, Sierra. They were all a laugh riot and I liked them so much, but there is one review for fish fry bake on all recipes. It's a three-star review from Juan and it said, I made this recipe. My family yelled because they were so happy. I think. They didn't eat much of it, though, because they were too excited. I have a crazy family. That does not sound healthy. It does not sound healthy at all. <laughs> and then um, Rowan sent us a, a few reviews for a Trader Joe's in England. and A Taco Bell. Not a Trader Joe's, a Taco Bell. <laughs> Same thing. Five stars. Still don't know if I like it or not. (laughs) Which you're not allowed to say about Taco Bell. You know right away. Or you at least know within the next 24 hours. One star. Looks okay, but I've never been there. I was shopping in Iceland opposite. (laughs) (laughs) One star. Food poisoning. Thanks. And speaking of food poisoning, we'd also like to say, Adam and Tabby, we're glad you're still alive. Glad you survived your sojourn into hell. <laughs> into Casa um, Bonita hell. And speaking of hell. Uh, well, I, I also really, 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 really quick. Um, uh, listener Ari sent us some real jacked up shit on Facebook about <gasps> that police department that wanted people to give it good reviews. Thank you for sharing that with us, Ari. I hope the pictures of our dog soothed your wounded soul. <laughs> Speaking of wounded souls. Yeah, uh, uh, oh, wounded souls is an even better segue. Not all ghosts are in hell, right? Aren't most of them like in purgatory or whatever? Not all ghosts are in hell. Some are in purgatory. But they're all spooktember spooky <laughs> no they're just all spooktember is the fun part they're all spooktember we're looking at the ripley's haunted adventure in gatlinburg i almost went inside this one time but i was with my little brother yeah. and he reminded me that i hate haunted houses so we recently talked about the ripley's aquarium in gatlinburg we did that as part of uh, where the wild things are caged and so now we're going to take a look at one of the ripley's other uh, one of their, like, 20 billion places in Gatlinburg, The Haunted Adventure. The Haunted Adventure is, uh, it's a little, it's a small little location on the strip. Uh, it looks kind of like a coal mine. So we got some reviews for this haunted house. Okie smokey. Which you can imagine. 
good review, <laughs> good place for reviews. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Haunted houses are always like haunted houses are strange places. Um, I've actually been in this haunted house. It was oh, a, shit. It, it was a long time ago. I think I was probably like 13, 12. Um, it was it's the last haunted house I've ever been in. Straight up. Uh, and I've only been in like two or three because when I was a little kid, we went to like a volunteer one and I cried and cried and cried. It was traumatic. I love being in a haunted house. I love to like be an actor in a haunted house. Yeah, I'd be into that. I just, um, especially for little kids. I love that. That's so fun. Both of us, both of us are, there's like, there's something that like some people enjoy being scared and whatever, like thing in the brain that makes that possible i just don't have it i you know? do not like to be scared i just don't like to be scared it's unpleasant i just I do don't not like, like it. to be scared this one was fun because after they do all the scaring there's this room you go into or at least there was when i went where it's just a bunch of really cheesy animatronics and then acdc's highway to hell is bla- blaring really loudly <laughs> And that, I mean, that does suck the scare out of the room yeah, pretty fast. Yeah, there's nothing that sucks the scare out of the room like ACDC's Highway to Hell. It was funny. Almost like this four-star review we got from uh, Sergey C. Four stars on TripAdvisor. Creepy. We'll make you cry, soil your drawers, and be thankful for life all in one 20-minute panicked rush through a maze of terror, gore, and blood. Grab some adult diapers and some sprinting shoes and get you a ticket to the terror of your life. Make sure to scream early and often and spill water on your pants before you go in. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, God. It says three times in that one review that you're going to piss yourself. And what that tells me is that you're not going to piss yourself, but this reviewer does have a problem. I think that's a good takeaway, yeah. Yeah, that's my takeaway. My, my takeaway is that this person needs help. We also have a five-star review. Is it about pissing yourself? No, that's the only piss one I got. Oh, okay, thanks. I could have been more piss-focused, probably. I do not need a piss-centric podcast. This this does have 900 reviews. I'm sure there was a lot of piss up okay, in there. Okay, let's move on. But we got a five-star review from Jay Rhina, 2009. Okay, yes, this is very scary, and my six-year-old wanted to do this. Now he won't sleep in his bed, SMH. (laughs) But all in all, it was fun and creepy and dark, very dark. (laughs) My six-year-old wanted to do this, and I, as as a parent, can't say no. No, uh uh-uh, cannot. Can't say no. Nope, 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 nope. So now my six-year-old wants to sleep in my bed, SMH. SMH. Shaking my damn head. Shaking my damn head. I just don't know what got into that boy. I don't know why he wants to sleep in my bed. Man, I only took him in a haunted house he shouldn't have been in. And he keeps asking if he can drive my truck, and I can't say no. So now he's driving the truck. He asked if he could borrow my credit cards. and (laughs) I I can't say no. I couldn't say no. And now we've got... More Legos than we got house, and I'm broke all the shit. And he's got every cosmetic in Fortnite that you can get. <laughs> two dirt bites. Two- you understand the six-year-old's better than I do, and I have a degree in education. Yeah. We got a one-star review from Aiden and Braden's mom. Oh, cool. How are Aiden and Braden? Aiden and Braden's mom, one star. Rude workers. Uh-oh. 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 This is a longer one. 
On a family visit, March 25th, this was our first time to this attraction. Was not impressed at all. Haunted House might have been an okay haunted house, but the employee working the elevator started being rude when asked if they workers touch people. His reply to me and another lady standing close to us was, I don't see anyone special enough to touch wearing a tiara or anything, so if you don't touch us, we don't touch you. Okay, fuck off. <laughs> fuck the fuck off. I, it's pretty wild, right? Pretty fucking wild. You enter in groups of eight, so we were placed with two other couples. One of the other men raised his fist as we began the attraction. This resulted in every room we went to, the workers yelling him, trying to jump out on him, but instead jumping out on my young son. Then finally, in the next to last room, a worker actually threw a laser pointer at him. I did not know this man, nor was he a part of our family. However, the behavior of the workers about what he did just seemed over the top. Worst part of it is they could have injured one of my kids by throwing something when we had not done or said anything to anyone. The workers dead set on retaliation messed the whole experience up for us. Not that I would have been impressed to start with, but it felt like we were trapped in the middle of a fight between that customer and the employees and we had nothing to do with it. Definitely would not was my money on this again. Yikes. Yikes. Alive. <laughs> Fuck. So some... Some some dipshit visiting Gatlinburg just is like, all right, I got my dukes up. I got my dukes up. Let's do this thing. Going into a haunted house that you paid money to go into. Yeah, I know. Why with you your pay, dukes up. Like, why would you pay money to fight? I. <laughs> some people just want to fight and fuck all the time. But it's like an innocent vampire. <laughs> That's you don't throw a laser pointer. You just say, I am I am innocent vampire. But there's got to be a way to remove this guy. Do they not have like, ooh, 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 here we go. You, you do it by throwing things. Well, evidently, no. I'm thinking claw machines in the ceiling. <laughs> Roller coaster tycoon style? Roller coaster tycoon style. If, if everybody went into a haunted house knowing that they could be roller coaster tycoon clawed from the ceiling at any moment. And I, and I know some of the things that you did to your people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they would be nicer to haunted house workers. <laughs> Vice versa, if there was a haunted house worker that was being horribly inappropriate who could also get clawed from the ceiling, maybe wouldn't be inappropriate. <laughs> I think this is the perfect solution. And Ripley's has a shit ton of money there in Gatlinburg. They've got the money for a, for a claw machine. They have the money for a human-sized claw machine. If anybody does, it's them. And to everybody else there, it's just a fun part of the show. Exactly, exactly. You dress it up real nice, but you do tell them ahead of time, if you are inappropriate, you will get clawed from the ceiling and <laughs> removed. <laughs> One star. From Anna C., ridiculous <clears throat> this place threatened to call the cops on me because i had my phone out right after the lift that takes you inside i apologized and told them i did not take a photo and barbed wire continued to yell at me he called me a liar and kept yelling for the cops and telling me to just leave when i agreed to leave my whole group of nine or so people had to leave with me he hadn't even read the rules to us yet that's how quickly he threw us out Ripley's, are you okay? We have a two-star review from hey. Ashley M. Hey, buddy, are you okay? My trip to the haunted adventure was awful. The employee that operated the lift was extremely rude to my entire group. We waited like half an hour, and no one else was in line. When we finally boarded the cart and arrived at the platform, we were treated like dogs. And as we left, the employee said, go dig a hole and die in it. <laughs> 
<laughs> the actual haunted adventure wasn't bad, but for paying as much as we paid, I expected better. I okay. I'm I'm usually so pro employee. You yeah. know, like I'm really pro employee because they are usually treated like garbage. What's this fella's deal? Well, what's I think their problem? Fucking I, hell! I can't say for sure, so I'm not saying that this is definitely the case. I think there's a chance that because I, I think I think part of their gimmick is to be rude and mean because they're like playing a bit. They're doing a oh. bit. Oh. And I and I'm not I'm not saying I know this for sure, but there were enough reviews like that that I think the employees are encouraged to do a bit and sometimes they just suck at it slash the customer doesn't understand what's happening slash the employees just take it entirely too far. I mean, do you think this, like, so this person's got to be in a costume, right? So they're, maybe they're just not good at the acting part. Or do you think this yeah. is, because I had just envisioned a plain clothes employee, like go dig a hole and die in it. No, I mean, I think they get into like spooky garb. Okay, I well, think. maybe we just need to make this individual a sign that says, like, I'm the mean one. <laughs> Ghost of Regina George. Just a big hanging sign that says, JK, JK, JK. JK, LOL, LOL. <laughs> ha ha. Lamal. <laughs> and then it's just a ghost with no butt. <laughs> we got a magnanimous moment to wrap things up. Okay, well, thank goodness, because otherwise I'm going to dig a hole and die in it. I guess. We got a we got a magnanimite here, Carrie D, on a Yelp review. Four stars. So fun. Though too scary for small kids. I saw a lot coming out crying. Just fun overall. <laughs> what you lied to me, you son of a gun? That's not magnanimous. That's There's ma- children it's crying. Magnanimous. You sit outside the haunted house and watch the kids come out crying, and you eat some popcorn and you have a good ass time. Okay, that does sound like a good ass time, but still, that is a spectator sport. <laughs> That's fair. You eat a big turkey leg and some and some fudge, <laughs> and drink some moonshine, and drink some moonshine, and and watch the kids come out crying because their parents didn't say no. Can't say no. And now they have more Legos than house. <laughs> let's turn back to... Uh, let, let, let's look at the spookiest food of them all. The most tentacly food of them all. The little the little spaghetti monster guy that is coleslaw. Coleslaw. The spookiest food. Um, We are going to talk about Angie's dad's best cabbage coleslaw. Now this is my all recipe shit. This I know. is what I'm talking about. Recipe by Dot Matrix. An absolutely delicious coleslaw, more tart and tangy than the creamy kind. Can make this up to two weeks ahead, serving ahead of serving, and it only gets better. One medium head of cabbage, one large red onion, one cup grated carrots, one cup white sugar, one cup white vinegar, three cups veg- uh, three quarter cups vegetable oil, salt, dry mustard, and black pepper to taste. Okay. So we we have a lot of past episodes where I act like I know a lot more about cooking and food than I probably do. And it's not like I can sit here and do the research. So I will just say that seems, in my inexperience, like a lot of sugar. Huh. That's very interesting. (laughs) Is it? It is. It surely is. A cup of sugar is is a lot. It might be the adequate amount. I, I'm not a coleslawologist. 
<laughs> but it a seems. <laughs> um, but it seems bad. Well, do you know want to know what the what the all recipes community has to say? I do. I always do. Here's a two star review from all recipes community. <laughs> Resistance is futile. <laughs> All your base are belong to us. <laughs> your technological innovations will join our collective. <laughs> That's what happened to Yahoo. All recipes came in and borged them. Borged them up real good. But only that one, which is why their website don't work good. <laughs> it don't work good. <laughs> I have waited three days for this to turn out to be amazing. Unfortunately, it still hasn't. <laughs> While I agree with previous reviewers that the slaw must marinate at least 24 hours, I still can't give it five stars even after three days of marinating. Here's my complaint. The dressing has never permeated the cabbage. This is like eating plain cabbage with a milky soup in the bowl. <laughs> the two have never joined. Never experienced the bliss of missionary. Of, of missionary. My family comment. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents listen to this podcast. I know. <sighs> My family commented that every bite requires a spoonful of watery dressing <laughs> to give the cabbage any flavor or else it's tasteless. <laughs> Not sure why it, it never combined well, but something is missing in this. Sorry for the bad rating, but I'm still looking for the best. And this is not it. Although it was not distasteful, I would not serve it to company. Surely, the, you, you do not need to wait more than two days to see if the coleslaw is going to happen. Listen, right? day three is when coleslaw always happens. Like, I know, I know things get better in the fridge. I, like, I'm not ignorant to that. But I feel like if you're starting to treat your coleslaw like a sourdough bread starter... And that seems excessive. I keep feeding it. I keep, I keep feeding it. <laughs> I keep feeding it more sugar. And it just, you don't put sugar in a sourdough bread starter. <laughs> One star. CCJS. Something was wrong. After making, I tasted. Very runny and metallic tasting. Uh-oh. I'm a very experienced cook who grew up in the South. And this is not an acceptable coleslaw. So now we have found out that this coleslaw is both distasteful and unacceptable. <laughs> Making this the most southern set of reviews I've ever read on the podcast. <laughs> not distasteful. That's what somebody says about a short dress at a wedding in the South. Yeah. It's not, not, it's not distasteful. It's not distasteful, but... but I just think it is not an acceptable coleslaw. I'm just gonna go ahead and voice this opinion anyway. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm just, I'm just gonna let everybody know I'm thinking about it. I don't want to sound racist, but <laughs> but but listen, <laughs> I love women, but <laughs> two stars from Adrienne. This coleslaw was extremely bland. Threw most of it out. <laughs> and I wanted to bring that one because I wanted to talk about the problem of bland food. Because there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing. If a food is bland, that's it. Once you put too much bland, 
into the food. You can't take the bland you back out. You can't get it you back out. You have to out. throw it away. You have to measure it very carefully beforehand because you can't get it back out. There's no bland coming back out. That's like, <sighs> that's it. We're done though. Like once the bland is in, the bland is in. How much cabbage is in this recipe again? Uh, a medium head. Bullshit, it's fucking bland. It's got a cup of sugar. It's got a cup of sugar. It has a whole cup of fucking bleached white sugar. <laughs> that you're going to be really, that, I mean, you're going to be smacking your lips on that sugar. There's no way that shit's fucking bland. No fucking way. I, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. I throw down my gloves. I refuse. <laughs> bland. Bland. Cup of sugar. Uh, Three stars. <laughs> From Liza Louise. This was good. It was flavorful, but not a wow recipe. No one commented on it at the party. (laughs) Which is the other most Southern review I've ever read. Yeah, for real. But I don't know, because it's Southern tradition to comment on everything and say it's all great, regardless of quality. Exactly. So, if your coleslaw was not commented on... It was bad. But I just, I wonder if it's possible for it to not be commented on. I It evidently was not. That, but that's why I think it might not be Southern. I think it might be like New England. Oh, do they not comment on shit in New England? I don't know. I, I don't want to generalize. I've done that too much on this podcast. I was raised by Southern parents. I'm used to telling everybody everything is great and fine. Yeah, exactly. And then behind closed doors, trash talking. Yeah. If even. I'm used to just pushing everything down inside of myself until I lose my shit. Yeah. Like a southerner. You stay polite during the day. You have angry fever dreams at night. (laughs) Like a southerner. Thus the cycle continues. (laughs) And when you really need to voice your anger, you take it out on someone that doesn't look like you. Oh, shit. (laughs) Too real? (laughs) Too real? Do they get too real on that one? It's a very Southern-centric episode. We've got East Tennessee reviews, and then we've got coleslaw. And missionary. And missionary. (laughs) Three stars. Michelle MC. I didn't add the red onion, carrots, or celery because I didn't have. Made the dressing as written. It was okay, but definitely not as good as my dad's. It seems oily and quite bland. Probably won't make it again. What did they omit? Um, the onion, the carrots, and the celery. The flavor. Yes. Okay. But right. listen, listen. My dad can beat up your dad. <laughs> so take that. How about that? Ha. Ha. Three stars. My dad can beat up your dad. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess what I'm trying to say, what I'm deep in my heart, what I'm trying to say is that the South's a weird place. And I know they eat coleslaw other places, but that's where I associate it with. And yeah. these reviews have only backed that. <laughs> really supported my biases about coleslaw. Your, your central thesis. I also would like to note that I just didn't talk about coleslaw that has mayonnaise in it because it's subpar. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, you know, noted. And if I ever met coleslaw, no mayonnaise. But I'm going to wait 35 years to tell you. Yeah. Please, um, please. I don't want to. I life's too short to hear it now. This was a pretty good episode for having met yesterday. Yeah, I feel like we have some chemistry. We should get married. You think? Yeah. We'll Dharma need, and Greg style. We'll need to find a missionary. Stop it. To put that. <laughs> Stop it. To put that together. Well, um, if you would, if you'd like to get in touch with us, 
Johnny's parents and tell us that you're not listening anymore. Um, you can email. <laughs> you can reach us via email at foreverocritic at gmail.com or on Twitter at Critic Everyone. We have also given our Facebook a better link. So now we are facebook.com slash Critic Everyone. Oh, sweet like our Twitter handle. So that should make us a little bit easier to find. But if that does not work for whatever reason, if you go on Facebook, you search Everyone's a Critic and you look for the lemon, you will find us there. Jonathan has posted on both Twitter and Facebook a list of our uh, best of episodes from the first year of podcasting in case you have a friend who wants to get into it but doesn't want to listen to 52 episodes. And I don't blame them. (laughs) Me neither. Nobody blames them. Nobody blames them. Uh, re- uh, review review on iTunes. Do a review. Oh shit! Do a review. Do it. We could really use some reviews. Uh, we've gotten one new review in the last month. It was three stars. Uh, <laughs> was it? I didn't yeah. look. I wanted to, I wanted to wait till the end to tell you about it because I didn't want you to feel self conscious. It's totally fair. They they said that the kazoo's and the tambourines were annoying as fuck, which um, it's true. Yeah. Okay, that's true. That's totally yeah. valid. Yeah, it's totally valid. <laughs> they are they are in fact annoying as fuck. Uh but if you don't find that well, okay, everybody finds them annoying. But if you find them annoying and funny and you would like to leave us a review, that'd be super cool. Um we got a big rash of them like a, like you know when we first got some new listeners. We haven't gotten any recently, so we could that would be cool. Um but again, I know it's annoying. So totes whatevs, you know. And on a lighter note, I would like to thank Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, our ad break music. I would like to thank Jazar for Green Lights, which is our outro. And I would like to thank Steve Combs for Drag Chain, which is our fucking bop of a theme song. It fucking slaps. (laughs) And on Uh, that note. Shoot us an email if you haven't done that yet. We do just generally. We like. We, uh, yeah, we just like to talk to y'all. I, it's just nice. We so. just, yeah, we just like we just like to chat. Hit us up, chatty chatty ass folks. And I, if you if you get on Twitter and you you like say something to us, I'll probably respond. I don't have anything better to do. He's got a lot of free time right now, folks. Yeah, I'm so. not because I am so tired. <laughs> I am so tired. I got you. I got you. I got it. And on that note. We'll catch you next Wednesday.